Wolfpack Ninja Podcast, Anthony Storm Part 2, Outtakes. Welcome to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. I'm Megan Martin. And I'm Ian Dory. I'm Brian Arnold. And I'm Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. Thanks for joining our weekly conversation about health, fitness, and all things Ninja Warrior. We will be interviewing all of the top American Ninja Warrior stars, and we encourage you to visit our website, www.wolfpackninjas.com. And kids, you can get your free Wolfpack Ninja Cub certificate there. If you like our podcast, please share, subscribe, and like on iTunes. Also, give us a follow on our social media. We're always posting new content, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Together, we can make the world a healthier and happier place. So join us. Guys, welcome back to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. Last week we had Anthony Storm, and it was incredible. I mean, so good. I think we're going to have to continue the conversation. Yeah, today we're going to do, by popular demand, some outtakes from that interview I had with him. This is the Ninja Doc. And it was really, really interesting to hear what he had to say about just all the behind-the-scenes action. So we're going to have some more of that today. Actually, we're going to go a little bit deeper, Ian. Yeah, I think it's worth it. It's just a totally different perspective from the athlete's point of view. So I think people are really interested to hear, as well as I was interested to hear, what he has done and how he's done it. So... Totally. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, well, people want to hear it. Uh, Dude, you're not going to believe this. He had like 50% more listens than the previous record holder, which of course was... Casey. Casey Canzaro. Yeah, Yeah. of course. He had like a ton more listens, and I wouldn't have expected that, but he is now the record holder. He has the most listened to podcast, so let's see what uh, Anthony Storm Part 2 does. (laughs) Before we get to Anthony, uh, let's talk a little bit about a couple things real quick. Um, we want to shout out some congrats to uh, Team Ninja Warrior uh, College Madness uh, winners. And then, of course, we've had some friends, uh, the local team, the Colorado team, right, Ian? Yeah, so CU put together a team. They were on College Madness a few weeks ago. And Alex and Zach, they were part of the the CU team. And actually, they went up against Stanford and they actually ended up losing. So it was uh, yeah. definitely, it was, it was hard for them, but they, I talked with them. They had a lot of fun. Alex, she had a blast. She actually went undefeated, and so it was sort of the guy's fault, quote-unquote. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they, they had a, a great learning experience, and they're definitely, uh, you know, starting off early and got into the first season, so they have a good advantage going into next season. But I saw a lot of potential, Ian. I think we're going to be grooming those guys, working with them in the Wolfpack, it, oh, it, fully, yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, she's trained with us before, so before she went to college, right, Madness, right. Madness, Alex trained with us at the spot. So she definitely has uh, talent, and that it needs to be uh, to work. To, needs to be worked, and uh, yeah, she has she has potential. Well, and so we'll see what she can do at the Wolfpack Ninja Tour, also. Oh yeah, they're going to be there. They're going to be bringing a CU team. So for all you college guys out there, if you want to put together a team, we're going to have a college night. So. And we'll be able to pit colleges against each other, so bring your best guys. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be pretty dang fun. Well, we've updated our website, wolfpackninjatour.com. Go there and check it out. Let us know what you think. It should be easier to navigate, to understand what it's all about. And we've had some questions that we want to go over real quick about ticket prices. What are there? What, what is this thing? And first and foremost, it's going to be a big spectator sporting event on Sunday night. Sunday starting at about... 
um, 4 p.m. We're going to have start holding the youth division and then the amateur divisions, men and women, and then the pro division. And pro division is going to start about 6 p.m. And it's going to be really exciting. Ninjas racing each other on a course. But it's not only ninjas. It's just about anybody can walk up and compete. This is not like an invite-only thing. Over Saturday and Sunday, you can come and compete, do your best. Who's going to win? Is it going to be a parkour guy, a climber? I don't know. Is it going to be a ninja, a pro ninja? Probably. (laughs) The ninjas are training the hardest, you know. But um, join the amateur division. There's still over $30,000 in cash and prizes that's going to be divided up between all the divisions it's it's going to be really exciting so spectator tickets 30 bucks yeah so spectator tickets like Noah just said 30 dollars that gets you in to watch the pro so if you don't want to try to be a ninja and compete on the course just come check it out it's sunday night doors open at 4 30 you get to watch all the pro ninjas but if you want an experience and you want to try to play in the obstacles you don't necessarily have to compete you can just pay come hang out try the ninja obstacles you don't have to race you know, but if you want to, you want to try to post a fast enough time, you can also run on our pro course. And if you end up in the top 16 spots, we invite you to come back on Sunday night and try to win the cash and prizes. So there's a ton of different ways you can come participate. You can come compete. You can come play. You can come just watch. There's also a health fair aspect. And that part of the event is actually totally free. You can yeah. come in. You can hang out with our vendors, talk about... Um, health, fitness, see what these guys are doing for the community. It's, it's, uh, there's all different ways to participate in our, our Wolfpack Ninja Tour. Yeah, and, and it's a, a huge event for kids. I mean, look, we've got all different size warped walls, so it doesn't matter your ability level. You are going to have a warped wall that you're going to be able to do, including ones that you can't do, unless you're like maybe a pro ninja. And here's the thing. Kids are going to be able to have kids classes with our top pros. We've got all the the pros, Jesse Graff, Joe Morawski, Travis Brewer, Nicholas Courage, JJ. Um, I mean, it's Ryan Stratus. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Of course, all the Wolfpack will be there. Megan Martin and Jesse LaFleur, parkour master. I mean, it's, it's crazy, like the ninjas we have coming out. And so these ninjas are going to be teaching an hour-long um, small class size uh, class on actual ninja obstacles with your kids, giving them confidence, talking about nutrition, talking about how important academics in school is. We're trying to really convey important messages here and using ninja to do it. And then they'll have an hour on top of that of free play. Um, and parents, of course, can take pictures and watch. And it's going to be a really good time, Ian. Oh, yeah. And one thing we haven't mentioned is actually sort of our all-inclusive package, our VIP package. Oh, yeah. Honestly, this is the best deal. If you want the full Wolfpack Ninja Tour experience, you get a kid's class, you get a chance to come play on the obstacles, you get one Wolf Pass to run on the pro course, you get a front row ticket. I mean, it's it's just, it's all, it's, it's the best deal you can get. And these tickets are going really fast. So if you have a kid... Or if you want a class with a pro ninja and you want to come play on the obstacles, this is the best deal that you're going to want to try to snag. And they're going really fast. It's yeah. one of our hot, hottest selling items. So if you want to get that experience, you better do it fast because they're they're going. Yeah, actually, uh, they it's <laughs> we talked about it, but I have to check on Monday. They actually we're getting close. Like they could be all gone. We only have oh, hundred really? 175 VIP tickets, mm-hmm. and people are flying from Calgary. Ottawa, Canada, um, New Jersey, Miami, Florida, Ohio. I'm looking at this list. California, 
the UK. I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> the UK, that just that's awesome. I know, right? <laughs> it's amazing. So people are staying together. All all the ninjas are coming. It's going to be really great. Uh, we're really excited to give away some money. And guess what? We've got this engraved samurai sword for the tour champion. It's pretty exciting. A lot of people are asking, like, well, it's not a tour if you don't go to different cities. And that's true. That's true. We do plan on doing different cities, but nothing's going to be like the historic first inaugural event in Denver, April 29th and 30th. Um, I, you know, we don't know how many ninjas are going to be at any other events. The cities are still to be determined. There's a lot to figure out. And honestly, these things take a lot of money to put on. We've got a charity partner. We're giving money away to charity. More on that in future episodes. Mm -hmm. But we have to make sure that this thing is going to be viable, obviously. Oh, absolutely. It's still, for us, you know, very entrepreneurial, and we want to make this uh, a success. So if you want to come support the Wolfpack, the Colorado Wolfpack, then come on out, and yeah, it's going to be a good time. Okay, maybe let's get to Anthony Storm and his outtakes. I got I got one more thing, and this is this is pretty cool. Guess what I got to do, Ian? <laughs> mm, I think I know what it is. It's, yeah. <laughs> is it the Lego? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Lego hit me up and they said, hey, Ninja Doc, will you do our voiceover for Be Like Lloyd, you know, this little uh, this little spot. And so it's awesome. I'm going to put it on our website uh, under under the show notes for today's show, it's show. And it's it's pretty cool. It was pretty fun doing a voiceover for a, a little Lego stop action Ninjago Be Like Lloyd uh, flick. It was pretty cool. Oh, it's totally awesome. Yeah, go check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, quick word from our sponsors, and then let's get straight to Anthony Storm and hear some outtakes. All right. (laughs) Good to see you, man. You too. We missed you in Vegas. Yeah, I missed being there, but I was out on a good climbing trip too. I heard it was crazy. Like. It was fun. It was. Uh, it kind of went as expected overall. You know, we. I don't think we expected anyone to conquer the course this year. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> it sounded hard. <laughs> it was hard, but you know what? It was. It was kind of ironic because we. Uh, you know, we set up stage three to make it a little more difficult for the climbers, and no climbers yeah. got there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bummer to hear Jeff went out on the very first obstacle and Travis too, but yeah, it was a shocker. You know, it's not that it was a hard obstacle; it was just a little different than what they'd seen in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like your momentum would go forward on those first couple steps, and it's hard to. It wasn't so hard, and if I watched the tape of uh, both Jeff and Travis, and they were, their eyes were on the step ahead of them instead of the one they were headed towards. Oh and yeah, they both hit the top edge of it and slid right off the side. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I mean it was harder than in the past, but it wasn't hard. Hard. It was just different. No, Brian said it was easy. It was just yeah. a lot of mental, and I mean Ian screwed up, and yeah, surprised Megan fell off the log grip, but she wasn't feeling well all week. Yeah, that's yeah. No, she was sick. Yeah. Here, check this out. Look, I got my Jesse Graff. Oh, sweet. She's a superstar. Oh, she's a superstar this season. She's incredible. She and Drew were really the standouts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Drew stepped up his game. He's like, he's he's one of the elite now. Yeah, for sure. He's like one of the top five. Yeah, no doubt. And he does stuff that no one else can do. You know, you can't trip him up. No, he's incredible. And uh, Josh Levin, really good performance out of him, too. Yeah, no surprise. Yeah, he came and trained with us for a little bit, and it's good to see another. Uh, it's always good to see another climber, you know. <laughs> he's got crazy, crazy grip strength, and he's young. He just has to. He's got to get the mental game. He's a little bit shaky. It's yeah, like 
Yeah. Play. But, you know, he came out and smoked us all on the rope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> they were going to use him. USA was going to use him on the rope. It, it would have been, I think he would have blown out Sean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think he would have. He's like the the speed climbing champ. Yeah. We just, uh, he stayed with us. So we interviewed him here and, you know, it was cool. Yeah. You can see we got random pieces of foam on the wall. <laughs> What's that all about? Covering the medical degrees. It, it, there was too much echo in the room. So, yeah, uh, look at this. We got this big. Uh, uh, it's very professional. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hanging bed uh, egg crates thing. It's, it's, it's very professional. Well, your wife was getting sick of you turning the house into a climbing gym. Now you're turning it into a studio. Dude, I don't know how she tolerates me. <laughs> I, I put a movie theater in the other room. Now we watch Ninja Warrior on this leg. Massive screen. It's, oh, that's awesome. That's pretty funny. You know, it's funny to, I don't know where you're at during, you know, while Isaac and Jeff are climbing the rope and we're yeah. out there losing our right? <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it's interesting to think about, you know, you guys are in kind of this little editing suite box air conditioned thing and like going nuts as well. Well, I had it in my head because I think I had spoken to you just a couple minutes before. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's no way he's going to So you put it in my head. You're like, that's impossible. You guys made it impossible. And I was like, <laughs> did we make it too hard? No one should know. Right. Well, no. And and of course now, look, dude, I'm a smart guy. I'm partially strategizing. I'm partially like trying to get you guys to make the time more so that my bro can win it. But at the same time, you know, we really weren't getting – we were not putting up times less than 30 seconds. Only Ian was. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing was if you watch – there's, you know, there's three guys on top, and the first guy is, yeah. I mean, they're pulling five pounds of weight or whatever. They may be. We're, we're still trying to refine that part of it. I mean, And it's fine, because the time was still, we actually did think, oh, man, they don't want a winner. We were indifferent. We just wanted to see something amazing happen. We didn't, it wasn't like the network said, don't give away the million. There was no conversation like that whatsoever. Right. You know, it, it was certainly time in terms of the timeline of the history of the show. It was time for someone to get to stage four. No doubt about that. Yeah. And, and whether they conquered it or not, that was up to them. You know, and I, I, both of those guys did something, especially Jeff, because he was dead in the water after yeah. stage three. Oh, he was totally bonked. Yeah. So, you know, for him to do what he did and he paid for it, you know, the next day he was so depleted he could barely move. Uh, he had a fever. I know. I remember. Oh, God. His, he was he was gone. And, you know, and Isaac's legs were torn to shreds. I mean, those guys gave their bodies completely and i just think you know i don't think that when you're training you can account for that you can't account for the adrenaline and the desire and the you know that sort of carpe diem of this is my one chance in life to do this you can't <laughs> yeah no no you're right you you can't and and those guys pulled it off and i think they were shocked we were shocked it was like this lift the car off the baby moment for both yeah. of them that's what it was. It was just like, yeah, they they did something that they they physically had to do to almost save their lives. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You really don't get into that situation almost ever in life, right? I mean, right. You don't want to be in that situation generally. And American Ninja Warrior is a high stress environment for all of us. For the ninjas, I mean, you know, we get up. All of us, the most confident of us. I'm a pretty confident guy. And I, everybody I've talked to is just like me. I mean, we're like about to puke before we run. <laughs> and we're yeah. keeping we're keeping it together, you know. But it it really is demanding. I mean, every year that I've been out there, I've been like, you know, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Like, I almost passed out one year. Is it the cameras or just the fact that it's a one shot deal? 
I think it's a one-shot deal. We all, you know, to be on the show, to want to put yourself in that place, it is ego-serving, right? You want to be on TV. You want to be the center of attention. People who don't want to be, you know, are not, they don't put themselves in that situation. But that situation is very, very powerful because, oh, God, what if I, you know, I mean, the things I'm telling myself, Anthony, before I go are like, I'm going to be dead soon. This is really not a big deal. (laughs) And for me, seriously, like somebody comes into the ER with a knife in their chest, it's like nothing. I'm psyched. I get to do my job. It's like fun. Yeah. I'm not nervous ever in the emergency department after 15 years being an ER doc. But I go to the American Ninja Warrior course and I'm about to my pants. Wow. It's amazing. I mean, I see it on Brian's face more than anybody's. Oh, poor Brian. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's what I alluded to. When I said, you know, like Jeff, even Jeff, I mean, Jeff is, and that's, it's a big part of the reason why Isaac didn't want to do it. It, it, It's so hard, you know, the allure of TV and fame and glamour kind of wears off. And I think for a lot of the ninjas, I mean, it's really great the steps that the show is taking. And, And I know you're part of the whole thing, but you know, you don't make all the decisions or anything, but it's been great this year seeing there's more money for ninjas yeah. And uh, everybody appreciated the $1,000 and this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. But there's a lot of ninjas who I think over the years were hoping to develop a brand that somehow worked out for them where they could support their lifestyle and, and their you know what they were doing. And I think a lot of people just have are, are realizing, man, it, it's really, you know, I'm still working for 12 bucks an hour at a gym. Sure. Yeah. And so then the allure of TV wears off. And I think... You know, so some of the top guys like Jeff and I know Brian, Megan even, and I mean, there's a, there's a, a ton of others are just like, oh, man, it's hard to keep going. I don't know if I can dedicate. And the training is it's grueling. Oh, I know. I mean, I felt for Jeff this year. He clearly was uncomfortable being the center of attention, and and I don't I don't blame him. You know, yeah. I know he he's one of those guys that really did sort of want to do it just to prove something to himself, and and uh, and he did. And so now what? You know, he's why? Such a humble guy. Yeah, and, you know, and he's doing it because the people around him are pleading with him to do it, and there's such an expectation from those that group that he do it again. So I real I did feel for Jeff and I don't expect him to come back next year and maybe even the year after that. And, you know, I, it was clear to me that Brian had taken a, a little step back this year, although athletically he looked as strong as ever. He's yeah. I mean, he is as strong as ever. And I think everybody kind of expected the course to get a lot harder and, uh, you know, and it also it, it got in a lot of people's heads when they saw Travis or Jeff go down on the first you know, steps. And say, you see the best guys yeah. go down. And it's like, oh, geez. You know, I don't know how much you know about stage one or whether you've seen any video of it or anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've... Yeah, it, it really was not any more. If you want to break it down obstacle by obstacle, it really was not any more difficult than the previous year. That's what Brian said. Yeah, Brian yeah. said it was easy. You know, It was. It was an easy course. We took 10 seconds off. So it went from 230 to 220, which uh, should have probably cost us maybe five finishers. You still had 17, right? 17 we had clears? 17. We had 38 the year before. So we thought we would get about 30. We thought we would lose a few more on that first obstacle because anytime you have something new, people fall on it. Right. Honestly, we didn't think it would be top competitors. Yeah. 
And then, you know, we thought because of the 10 seconds less that people would rush a little bit and make a couple of silly mistakes. So we would lose maybe five more there. So we thought we'd lose maybe 10 less and 10 more and we'd have like 28 to 30 finishers. But like you said, it got psychological and people saw some people fall on the first obstacle and then they saw some people fall off the log grip, which really was not hard. Right. And, uh, and we had a run like two years ago and remember when the whole Venice group fell off the silk slider <laughs> yeah. and it was so psych and they were all blaming it on overinflation and wet surfaces <laughs> and all that. And then Lauren Ball just stuck it, you know, like it was concrete Yeah. and, uh, and, but it's psychological and we had a, the same thing happen on the log group. We had like five people in a row go out on the silly log. I know. So yeah, it's like, you know. It, what, there was a lot of talk about making the course harder, and we did make stage two different. I don't know how much harder it was, but it was very psychological where people just said, well, they don't want anyone to win. So, And that's the thing is the psychological aspects are like – I mean you, if you put this course in somebody's backyard and, and yeah. like anybody who goes to Vegas – there's yep. a there's a, a reasonable chance that you're going to have 20 people finish the course over the course of the day just trying it, you know, trying no to trying to do each thing clean. So the the mental game is is massive and that's really neat because, you know, it forces people to either get in the zone or if you get out of the zone, you're out, yeah. you know. And yeah, there's uh, no recovering if you're out of the zone. There's not in Vegas when there's so much pressure. It's so much fun. The course is so much fun. You know, for me personally, it was a bummer at first not to not to get the invite, but man, it actually has been great to be able to just focus on coaching. Great. To not have to spend 30 hours, you know, and I'm real focused on my job and uh, yeah. and the and the brand and whatnot, which is fun. You know, speaking of uh you know, branding. I don't know if you know about Kevin Bull, but he's kind of making a living now from this. Uh, he's got a, he's one a, of the first. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the first. So you know, it it does sort of uh, hopefully open the door a little bit for some of you, some of you guys to maybe at least get some income. I don't know that it's you know it's not substantial, but it's a, it's enough to not have to have a twelve dollar an hour job. Right. Yeah. No. And I think that's a good model that should be. You know, I mean, for me, I. I get a good income from my job, obviously, but so I'm never going to give that up to to be a full time professional ninja. But I think that for a lot of guys, like Brian, Brian is he really is struggling to find a way to make ends meet. Yeah, you know, I mean, he the moment he takes a job, then he can't dedicate his time to training, and then then he's really, you know, he's not going to be competitive. He won't be able to be one of the top guys. He won't be able to be. I don't know. I mean, Jeff Britton's got a job. I mean, there's a way to do it. He's got a job and he's got a daughter and, you know. That's true, but, you know, there is something to be said about genetics, too. And Jeff does have better genetics than 99.9% of of us, of other ninjas. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you can get around that. I mean, I don't think I don't think anybody else in this sport has Drew Dreschel's uh, skill set. No, Drew's amazing. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, yeah, you, you can train forever, but you're never going to be able to, to run and jump like Drew does, and now he's developed grip strength too, so. I know. He's it's a, crazy. I know. He he might be the next one. He, he may be the next guy, but uh, yeah, it, genetics play a part, and I don't know that you can, that that having a job doesn't, necessarily excludes you. Really, really, really interesting stuff uh, with Anthony there. A lot of honesty, a lot of straightforwardness, behind the scenes, crazy talk about Ninja Warrior. We'll be back in a second to hear some more Anthony Storm interview outtakes. Just a word from our sponsor. Such a joy being a father, and I think that having American Ninja Warrior, you know, in these kids' lives, we're setting up obstacle courses for Zon 
regular. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> My kids are always asking me, build a warped wall, build yeah. a warped wall. Can you imagine how these kids are going to be like when we're old men and, and these kids are going to be the ninjas on the reboot? You know? Oh yeah, it's crazy. It's the, the one of the most exciting things for us every year is is the rookies, the twenty one year olds. Oh we had, my god, we had a bunch of them this year. They're fully formed, man. When they come on the force, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. They're the next level, yeah. Oh yeah, and they don't have the experience yet. I mean, they're going to just yeah. get better. Yeah, they're only going to get better with experience. You know, just touching obstacles is going to make them better. Yeah. But yeah, just to uh, just to see the way that they have these these diverse skill sets, you know, at 21 years old, and and they you know they just know the game. They get up there and they know exactly what the techniques are going to be for every obstacle. It's fascinating, and they and they the best ones have the the body types too. It's like they've been training themselves since they were 16, so they're right. long and lean, and it's crazy. It's amazing that the show is spanned. I mean, you know, it's been on NBC, what now, four years, three years, three years? Yeah, this is the fourth, the third year full-time, fourth year overall. And then seven years, we're on season eight. Yep. And then, you know, I I wonder, you know, I wonder how long it will go because, you know, all natural, all TV shows have a natural life cycle. Yeah, yeah. And we we all wonder if Team Ninja is going to be the future and it's going to end up being on NBC because as ninjas, it is like the most exciting thing ever. Uh Yeah. I mean, it, it's a pure sports show. So, you know, it's really exciting, but it's, it's got a much more limited demographic. Right. It doesn't have the, right. It's got, it's for young men, you know, and that's what Esquire's audience is. It's exclusively for young men. So it, it, it's, it may have a longer shelf life because it requires a much smaller audience. It can only go so far, you know, NBC may put it on the air at some point, but it would be in a much smaller capacity with a much lower expectation. Yeah, no, that's interesting. It makes sense. It makes sense. It's interesting to hear the kind of the business side of things because it's it's a reality. Yeah. At the end of the day, the franchise has to make money for the broadcasting station uh, and, and everybody. You know. I mean, we we I see all the chatter on the comrades page in various yeah. places about like, well, why are they showing her run when I finish the course? Isn't it fun? Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, I would love to just like, you know, stand on a mountaintop and scream the realities of television. To yeah. This. But, you know, I, I get it. It's frustrating. You dedicate your life to something and then you you conquer it, you, you achieve your goal and no one ever sees it. And you can't even see it. We can't even get you a copy of it. Yeah. I, I, I totally understand how frustrating it is, but it's just beyond our control. You know, we, we're, we're putting together a TV show and obviously by the success of it, we, we're doing the right thing. We know what we're doing, right. you know? If we showed 25 people finish the course, it would be a terrible TV show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> totally. People would be like, oh, that, looks, that is that easy. That was easy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a good point. I mean, I, I have to deal with the same realities in medicine, you know, people. Well, that was really fun for me to interview Anthony Storm. I've been friends with him on the set for quite a while now, and uh, he's just a great guy. He's very open and honest. He's friends with all the ninjas, and of course, he's very good at what he does. And, uh, you know, it's going to be really cool. Uh, Just before we do a recap here, I want to tell everybody that if you want front row seats to the Wolfpack Ninja Tour, which is going to be another great ninja competition sporting event, uh, April 29th and 30th in, in Denver at the Magnus Arena. Well, you got to get a VIP ticket, and VIP tickets are going really fast. As a matter of fact, I don't think we have very many left, uh, if any uh, at all. I think we have a few. 
Um, but they entitle you to a ninja class. They entitle you to a VIP party with all the top ninjas. It's it's actually going to be pretty cool. So come ask the questions, learn what you want to learn. Um, it, it's it's going to be really neat. But also front row seats to the best game in town. So check it out. Hey, guys, let's talk a little bit about Anthony. Brian, what do you think? Yeah, and going back to Anthony, just a reminder to all the listeners out there, they have already released... I shouldn't say release, but they've already announced the next season, and they're accepting video applications. So, yeah, and w nine. Yeah, so if you guys haven't made your video, you guys better get on it because the sooner you get it in, the more more likely I think you have to actually make it on the show. There were seventy thousand last year. Yeah, I know they couldn't have watched all those. There's no way they said they watch every single one. I don't believe that. That just seems like that seems like so many. That's I think a lot. Have, the casting does an incredible job. I mean, they probably have mad to. props to Peter Zaliga and the rest of the crew. Yeah, and, respect. Okay, today's tip is going to be for, uh, it's going to be a training tip. This is the Ninja Doc. And so, you know, when you start your day training, you should have a goal in mind. Every day you should have a goal on something that you want to improve. Something that is your weakness. A team is only as strong as its weakest length. And that's totally true with your training as well. If you focus all the time on your upper body power and you're an upper body specialist, then you're going to find that you're going to be weak in the lower body. Actually, Brian, that's one of the things I respect so much about you is your ability to focus on your weaknesses. And that's made you an incredible parkour athlete now. And so the best ninjas now are becoming all-arounders. So when I start my training day and I need to do this more and more and practice you know, what I'm preaching... But what I try and do is I try and say, okay, I'm weak at jumping, standing jumping. I, I look at a guy like Jamie Ron and I, I'm like, I have to do that. So I'll put pieces of painter tape on the floor. I'll do precision jumps. I'll set up the cinder blocks outside. I'll get creative and I'll focus on that for the day. And then I'll try and focus on that for the month also and do like maybe one workout on that a month. And maybe Brian, you can expound because you're even better than I am at doing this. But you got to work on your weaknesses is the bottom line. No, you're absolutely right. And one of the things I've done recently, I've looked at, you know, how can I improve? And what's my biggest weakness? <laughs> why, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? I just feel it's a setup for a joke. Yeah, am I that obvious? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I realize that I'm, I'm actually really good at everything except drinking water. So, oh, okay, yeah. so what I'm doing lately is I've been trying to drink a gallon of water every day. Nice. Is that is that is that, that's a lot, right? No, that's that's good. No, that is really good. You know, I would recommend as a physician, I really recommend adding some electrolytes to that. But uh, yeah, I so think it's good. and what about like adding a little lemon? I've heard or you know some little acidity to it. Is that is that something too? Yeah, yeah, I think that's helpful as well. I mean, at, at very least, it it helps the flavor a little bit. But yeah, it also uh, adds some molecules that are definitely not going to hurt you. I'll I'll tell you what. I've never peed so clear before in my life. I, I, I'm, I, it's like it's like I'm flushing everything out. It flushes toxins out of your body. It also um, improves like this, my my skin is so much more clear now. Um, I, I just I feel I feel like I want to make sure I stay healthy, and that's one of the reasons I'm doing it is because I want my joints to all be able to you know stay lubricated in my tendons and stuff. Because I I find like if I don't bring in enough fluids. Um, I can start getting tendonitis pretty easily and stuff. So that's one of the reasons I started working on that. 
And that is my biggest weakness. No, I think the hydration (laughs) is not a bad weakness to have. I think the hydration is a big issue. And for those of you who haven't seen, Brian has this incredible shirt, and I'm about to go PG. Um, It says IP Excellence. And uh, there's a slight variation on that. Is piss really a bad word? I think it is. I think P is okay, but you can't say piss. I didn't get that memo. Yeah. It was in kindergarten. Oh. You didn't go to... I couldn't read then. Yeah. <laughs> Wolf Pap, what do you got in the way of uh, tip? Okay. My tip may be a little more serious, but I'm thinking about Anthony, and I think, wow, this is some good, This is somebody who's really followed his passion and followed his dreams. He's got to be part of such an amazing world. He's worked on the Wimbledon. He's worked in Super Bowls. You know, that's incredible. And his hard work, his work ethic, his personality, uh, standing fast in tough situations, you know, and now he's the executive producer for NBC and he gets to help cast this amazing show. And it's all about Ninja. I mean, that's probably one of the coolest jobs on the planet. And they're just going straight up. And they're going straight up. It's amazing. So it's, He's an example for everyone to look up to, and uh, yeah, hard work pays off. It does. It does. Good tip. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in, and don't forget to go to wolfpackninjas.com and sign up for the Wolfpack Ninja Tour. Pow, pow, pow. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. If you liked it, please tell a friend. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It would mean a lot. Remember to visit our website at www.wolfpackninjas.com and join us on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Join us next time for another exciting episode with your favorite ninjas and informative health tips. podcast is great you know it's fun to be able to hear all these voices and get you know some more insight from the ninjas too brian and ian gave me a sweet tank top i got to get you to sign it oh yeah good oh yeah no well hopefully next time i see you. well jeff was the first person to ever conquer mount midoriyama so officially he is the first american ninja warrior but isaac was the first champion yeah he was the first person to win the million dollars you know that could never be taken away from him But technically, Jeff did hit that buzzer at the top of the tower first.